Welcome to Outside Source Football, your inside look at the NFL. Listen to the latest predictions and happenings from the season with your hosts, Evan Mick and Gabriel Vondre. Here they are now. Hello and welcome to Outside Source Football with Evan Mick, Gabriel Vondrek, and Joseph Doherty on 101.7 FM Ready Free Hills Tale. We're talking about week nine recap, and then we're going to do our week 10 predictions in the second half of the show. We're going to start out with the Raiders. Well, it was a big week. A lot going on. We kind of missed it when it was hot in the news cycle. Uh, I think it was a week ago today. It was the the night of night of Halloween. Josh McDaniels was fired. Dave Ziegler was fired. And uh, offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi all fired in a move that uh, left Raider fans pretty pretty happy. Just the fact that they were gone. Well, I mean, I don't think, honestly, that he could have promoted anybody. It didn't really matter. Nobody cared. Just the fact that they were gone, uh, Raider fans were excited. And then kind of, you know, as one would expect, came out on Sunday with the interim head coach, Antonio Pierce, former player with a lot of energy and um, beat the Giants pretty handily. Uh, unfortunately, Danny Danny Dimes went down with a torn ACL out for the rest of the year. And Tommy DeVito took over, and that was pretty rough. I think we saw what Tommy DeVito could do against the Jets. And so, yeah, get the 30-6 to win. Um, very exciting. I am, I'm worried that it's, you know, maybe not sustainable, but we'll see, you know, the people, the, uh, the guys in the team really seem to have rallied behind Antonio Pierce. So either way, I mean, McDaniels is gone. Everybody can be happy now. There's, I mean, there's a million stories. I feel like we've all seen the stories of the weird things coming out of the locker room and different yeah, things. That I was just about did. to ask you about that. Yeah. I mean, Cr- Crosby denied the, uh, the like, don't disrespect the Patriots one, but I, I, I think it's. I could see it. He he de- he denied it. <laughs> he denied it in it. a way that was like, no, that wasn't said like explicitly in the meeting in front of everybody. But that wasn't what the Jay Glazer report said. The Jay Glazer report said that like after the meeting, McDaniel's went to Antonio Pierce one on one and was like, "Don't disrespect the Patriots like that." <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, I wouldn't put it past him. That's for sure. Given yeah, everything else we've heard. Raiders to the Super Bowl now for sure. Absolutely, yeah. we're four and Abs- five. Absolutely. So, but the new interim head coach is the guy that everybody seems to like, which is. Actually, very, very, very important. Yeah, uh, I think that if they can go at least eight and nine, Absol- I think oh, that you keep yeah. them around. Absolutely, if they get to eight and nine, I, I think, think you, you keep you hire them as that. You coach. got to, you got to, I, and, and I think they're more likely to because everybody seems to. It's kind of an agreement now that Mark Davis made the wrong move and not hiring Rich Bisaccia two years ago when he, you know, went seven and five as the interim, and then they went to the playoffs, and then he brought in McDaniel's, and so because of that, I think yeah, Mark Davis is a little bit more cognizant of this okay maybe i maybe i actually should give this interim coach a shot um so yeah if, if you know if they continue to win some games and, and even yeah i would go like 500 from here on out yeah i think you still interview some other coordinators from other teams though still no do not agree Pro- probably i mean like i said it, it just depends you know we, we gotta yeah. see, like if like that's a lot of if, if, if he goes jeff saturday and that's his only win and they lose out then okay obviously no. oh, right, he's right. he's not a candidate if they do something insane and like Win ten games you don't and make the playoffs. Interview. Yeah, no, there are, there is no interview. He's yeah, getting the job, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, the inter- interviews kind of come into question when yeah, if they finish sort of in that middle ground, you know, if they get to seven, eight, nine wins, um, then I think yeah, maybe it's kind of you know kind of a question, but it's interesting. We'll see. Yeah, up next we got Titans and Steelers. Uh, Levis didn't have a, a horrible game per se. Uh, this game was definitely more sustainable, more like an expected game, not four deep shot touchdowns, uh, but it was not great. Not a great game. Uh, also, if the season ended today, because we're talking about the Steelers, all three wildcard spots would be AFC North teams, meaning all AFC North teams would make the playoffs, and the Steelers would be the five seed. 
They, they just keep winning despite their horrible, horrible offense. I I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I mean, I, I don't know. We've seen crazier things. Um, back to Will Levis, though. Well, yeah, uh, like you said, it wasn't – obviously the uh, the stat line was not as pretty as his first start. Um, I was impressed. You know, last week I kind of questioned the, the variety of throws, the different kind of throws he could make. He showed that he could make all the throws in, in this game. It's hit some really, you know, kind of in that intermediate level – um, some more impressive throws. Unfortunately, the game ended on a, on a very rookie mistake. You could kind of tell he had a plan going into that last play, what he was going to try to do. He, he tries to look off the safety, so he's staring to his left, and then he comes back to the right to try to hit the seam. Um, and the defense just never bought it, and, and so there were two guys right there. If, if the linebacker who did intercept it didn't intercept it, then the safety would have too. So kind of showed his uh, his inexperience there. But I, I think there's a lot to be excited about with Levis. As for the Steelers, I just – the offense is horrible. I mean, Kenny Pickett is not – he's just not good. And, and while, like, watching the game, I thought, wow, like, Will Levis, I already feel like is a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett. I agree. Um, yeah, so, I agree with that as well. You know, I, I understand they're 5-3 and three right now. The defense is solid for sure. But in that in their division, I, I mean, I don't like them against any of those teams. That's going to be a lot of losses. And against anybody with a competent offense, I don't, I don't like the Steelers because they're just – they're not going to be able to keep up with them. Yeah, I think that the Steelers are going to – win games like this and it's just going to be 2016 they can only win one way and against any like really good offense they're not going to be able to score to keep up with them up next we got dolphins at chiefs uh, we predicted this game really really well super low scoring way to go guys maybe not you you picked the game wrong but we picked well, we said what was going to happen yeah, uh, yeah. Low scoring low scoring uh, all the, the games overseas are like that they're, yeah. they're all super and low it's, scoring it's like thursday night we, we we've talked about this it's yeah. just offense just doesn't show up Dolphins 0-3 against teams over 500. Um, this was like the Eagles were like two years ago. Uh, so I'm super worried that the Dolphins opening championship window isn't open yet. So I just don't think that they're a Super Bowl team yet. They're maybe one or two years away. They're maybe pretty close, but they're not that Super Bowl team yet. Yeah, it's hard to put them in the conversation with the contenders when they haven't beaten beaten anybody. That's that's very impressive. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, and everybody's kind of talking about it right now. The Dolphins got to start; they got to beat somebody, right? You got to beat somebody good before we can put you in the conversation with everybody else. So I'm with you there, 100. percent You know, the I know the offense is exciting; it's flashy. They're beating up on bad teams. That's right. great. You're supposed to do that, but you got to start. You got to start winning these, yeah, these marquee matchups against better teams. I mean, they came out in this one, and it was you know the final score was close, uh, but they, I mean they were getting killed at first. It's 21 to nothing. Yep. And then they sort of fought their way back into it. And and then just but the way it ended with the you know, the miscommunication on the third down throw where he, he just throws it to nobody and then you have an errant snap or, or you know, yeah, that wasn't a great snap, but still one that, you know, most guys handle. And it was just really a very disappointing way for it to end from the Dolphins. And and yeah, it's kind of a you know, it's kind of where we're at with them right now. It's like, okay, yeah, we you can beat the bad teams, but you know, when when, when it's really on the line, well, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I still think that the Dolphins are a really, really good team. The only issue is, is that since they haven't beaten anybody, like beating a team seventy to twenty, it doesn't mean anything if if the team is bad. Like I think that I think that everybody saw that and they they were like, oh my gosh, they they scored seventy points. They're this elite team, yeah. and it, it's just kind of how Denver played more than how Miami played, in my opinion. And they have a very explosive offense, but against a good defense like the Chiefs' defense, which is top five in the in the league. They can only score 14 points, and that all 14 came in the second half. Yeah, the Chiefs' offense, though, continues to struggle. Their leading receiver was Noah Gray with 34 yards. Nice. Which, is he the, is he the be- second tight end? Yes, he's the second tight end. 
I mean, if you can stop Travis Kelsey, you can stop the Chiefs. You said that, and I mean, that's completely true. They Well, they'd stop Travis Kelsey, but exactly. unfortunately the Dolphins' offense yeah, couldn't but the, score yeah, more they, than 21 they points. Scored, the they, only scored, they only scored 14 points offensively, the Chiefs did, yeah, because they had the defensive score. Yeah. So they stopped the, the Chiefs so, offensively. Yeah, They did. They did. Also, I, I feel like we need to mention Tyreek Hill. There's been a lot of talk. He was talking quite a bit coming into this game about, you know, you know the whole revenge game. Can't wait to, you know, got to get out there and score against the Chiefs, really put on a show. I think he ended it with eight catches for about 60 yards and, yeah, the costly fumble that turned into a touchdown for the Chiefs. So definitely not the day that he wanted uh, coming into this one. Up next, we got Seahawks at Ravens. Uh, as a Lions fan, this game looks vaguely familiar. Uh, Ravens win again in dominant fashion. 298 total rushing yards. Uh, kept the Seahawks to six total first downs. Forced them to go one for 12 on third down. Now, my worry for the Ravens is that we've seen this happen before. We've seen this happen to other good teams as well, but we've seen this happen to the Ravens. Uh, they're getting hot too early, and I know that that's something that you can't really like blame on the Ravens, but I think that just getting hot too early, those teams kind of sizzle out when the playoffs come more often than not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that may be too much of a generalization. I mean, right now, in my opinion, yeah, they're the best team in the NFL. They're running the ball super well on offense. Um, the passing game is kind of complementing off the run game, and their, their defense is playing lights out. So, I mean, it, it doesn't seem fluky to me with the Ravens. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see uh, you know barring no, there's no barring like an injury or something to want it to you know to a key player. I don't see why they you know can't keep doing this and. Yeah, especially, you know, we saw Lamar Jackson's record against the NFC coming into this game. I don't know what it is, but the NFC does not want to play Lamar Jackson. Oh, because 18 and He really one. puts on a show. I, I Honestly, though, I I don't be surprised if the Ravens come back down to earth this week because the AFC North divisional matchups are always tight. I I really think that this game with the Browns could be, could be kind of a toss-up. I think it's going to be much more low-scoring. Defense. Yeah. Much more, yeah, def, you know, kind of a yeah, defensive-driven game, so. I'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens this weekend. Yeah, the Seahawks are no joke, and I mean, like you said earlier, as a Lions fan, well, they were on game, Sunday. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but as a Lions fan, this just looks so some like so familiar. And I just think that the Ravens' defense is in, a, in an entire upper class than than any other team right now, and they're playing lights out, and that's why they're winning. See, I don't know. We keep saying that about a couple defenses. I mean, you got the Steelers' who defense. Are, who are the good defenses in the NFL? Steelers defense, who's down, winning games without their offense. The Chiefs Browns defense, defense. The Browns. The Chiefs defense. The Ravens defense. The, the Jets, Jets defense. Are the Jets still in? Yeah, I would categorize the Jets still in there. I mean, so especially after that. Those know. those defenses are really. The Raiders. Really can't. The Raiders defense is carrying <laughs> their team. Well, they are carrying them, but they're just. <clears throat> carrying them to three wins. Not exactly. Like, <laughs> the four. Seahawks defense. Four. Four wins. Shh. The Seahawks wins. defense has been pretty good. They have. Up but, next, we got Cowboys and Eagles. Uh, I understand that the Cowboys lost this game, so stay with me here. But this was the most impressive game by the Cowboys all season. Uh, they passed the ball really, really well, and the Eagles didn't turn it over once, and the Cowboys were still in this game to the very end. A uh, phenomenal game by the Eagles, though. Uh, they look like the best team in football, I think. But they still don't look as good as they did last year. And I know that this Cowboys defense is good, but 2.4 yards per carry by DeAndre Swift is horrible. I just don't think he should be their RB1 rest of season. Uh, because he's too inconsistent against good defenses. I watched it as a Lions fan. I watched him have a wide-open gap down the middle and then try to bounce around outside. It doesn't work against good defenses, especially not good edge rushers. 
I think both the Eagles and the Cowboys are disappointed in the run game right now. You know, this this was supposed to be the Tony Pollard. You know, he broke out last season, went went over a thousand yards. Uh, but you know, for once, like Zeke was gone. Tony Pollard's like the obvious number one, the lead back in that offense, and he has been mostly a disappointment this season. You know, the Cowboys are not running the football well. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys, I think, played a really great game offensively. Defensively, this is definitely not their most impressive game, which I think I think you meant to say offensively, uh, Evan, about that. But based on the last couple plays by the Cowboys, uh, this game could be totally different. We could be totally talking about how the Eagles aren't as good as um, they, they appeared to be, and it's because they lost to the Cowboys in Philly, but because the Eagles could hold them on a goal line stand right at the end of the game, we're, we're talking about how great the Eagles are. And I don't think that that's fair. Yeah, I mean, there was the Dak Prescott run was was that a two point conversion that they didn't get? And then yeah, you had the Jake Ferguson one where yeah, the knee is down, he's right on the goal line, and then you know the very last play of the game, Ceedee Lamb came up a couple yards short. But yeah, I mean, if this this is the Eagles this season. I feel like most of their wins have been really close. I mean, they're close against the Patriots, close both times against the against, Commanders, against the Commanders, close to get you know here with Dallas. Close they, to the Vikings. Close with the Vi- yeah, exactly. When the Vikings were their most convincing good. win. I feel like was uh, probably the against Miami. Um, and now we're calling them. And maybe, now we're you know we yeah, yeah we kind of think maybe they're pretenders. But the thing is, they're winning. They're eight and one. I mean, they're the you know best record in the NFL right now. They're finding finding ways to win, and you know winning is good. Winning is impressive. They yeah, keep, they, I, they keep rolling. I think but, we're gonna get some answers next. Not next week, but next time they play because they're they're on bye this week. They play the Chiefs. Uh, in Arrowhead on, in primetime, that's going to be a great That'll, game. That could be a really, really good game. Yeah. Also, could be really disappointing. It's, it's about, it's about yeah, time. It could we, be. That's true. It's about time we got a good primetime matchup because the primetime slate this week is uh, – It's a rough one. It leaves oh, a little gosh. bit to be desired. But up next for now, we've got Bills at Bengals. Bengals played a really good game. And, I mean, the difference in this game was easily just the two turnovers for the Bills and the zero turnovers for the Bengals. Uh, and that's kind of been the story for the Bills. You don't turn the ball over, you win because you got such a high-powered offense. But it's it's turnover turnover crazy a little bit. Dalton Kincaid, though, we talked about how he wanted to be that guy for Allen. We wanted him to be that guy for Allen. I think he's becoming that guy, especially with Knox being out, getting those third downs between the tackles. Uh, he's done a really well, jo- a really good job for it. Yeah, he's uh, he's really been solid for them the past four weeks. So, yeah, it looks like he's getting more comfortable with, with Josh Allen. You know, I was I was excited to watch this game coming into it, and yeah, like you said, you know, the Bengals didn't make mistakes, and and Joe Burrow is he's playing on another level right now, and in the Bengals, um, I, you know, after a terrible start to the season, have completely turned it around, and I think they're right up there with the, with the best teams in the AFC and, and the best teams in the NFL. Yeah, I th- I think that the Bengals just in the last two years. First month of the season, they they're just slow. Every time <laughs> they're just slow, and then they finally get going, and they look like one of the best teams in the league. And Joe Burrow, the last couple of weeks, uh, has looked like the best quarterback in the NFL. In my Absolutely, opinion. you know, in, in a year, Joe Burrow, in a year, not to be, you know, that guy, to, you know, talking about the MVP race. I feel like everybody loves to do it. In a year where like nobody has. I feel like taking over. The quarterbacks know? aren't playing because well. because like Lamar Jackson, yeah, and, and the Ravens are winning, but it's not like his <laughs> stats are insane. You know, I feel like the MVP. A lot of times, there's a guy that you know stats wise is so far out ahead of the pack, and the team is doing well. That's like okay, well, it's obviously going to be him. If Burrow can keep up this pace and they keep winning, I wouldn't be surprised if if by, at the end of the year, Joe Burrow is the league MVP. I agree. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. They didn't run the ball well again, but 350 yards by 
Burrow kind of just carried this team. My, uh, yeah, the the signature three receiving core. Yeah, is that it's great. Oh, for sure. Chase yeah. didn't even play that well, and they didn't even seem to miss a beat. No, and and the signature play for me was yeah late late in the game the Bills go down and score and they get the two point conversion to make it a six point game to like really put the pressure on the Bengals and so yeah the Bengals get the ball backed up in their own territory you know most teams. Everybody you would expect to just run the ball on first down, right? Like, okay, we, we got a six-point lead. We got to run this out. No, they go out there and just – he throws a deep ball down the seam to – I think it was Tyler Boyd, and they pick up like 35 yards in the first play. And that was it. Like, that was the end of the game. After that, I was like, okay, well, the Bills aren't going to be getting this ball back. It's it's over. So I, I love that uh, Bengals going for the knockout punch and, and taking momentum right back after the Bills had, had gained some. Up next, we're going to talk about C.J. Stroud. Even last week in the loss to Carolina, it was, I guess, kind of two weeks ago, I thought he looked really good. Yeah, we know he's playing like the best rookie in football, but where does he rank among all the quarterbacks this year? I mean, he's number se- one. Se- he's seventh in passing yards, seventh in passing touchdowns, and the players above him have eight, four, eight, nine, five, and seven interceptions, and he only has one. And the yeah. five is Kirk. Kirk's done for the year. Okay. And the four is actually Russell Wilson. Yep. So, I mean, he's been really really good and I know this game obviously helps his stats for all the other games helps average it out a little bit better but he looks good my favorite CJ Stroud stat that I saw this week was that he now has overtaken Kenny Pickett um in career passing touchdowns (laughs) CJ starts and 10 starts CJ Stroud has already thrown more touchdowns than Kenny Pickett uh sorry Steelers fans are you kidding me yeah no it's it's it's, it's a real stat I did not know um but yeah, he looks great. You know, looks like he obviously should have been the number one pick. I don't know who does the uh, was it the S two cognitive abilities test. Yeah, what I, I, that, I don't know who put that test together, but I would be trying to draft the guys who score the lowest on that test because. <laughs> no, so you, you know who put it together? Who was it? Someone in the Texans organization. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> they wanted they to thank it. They really they wanted. Probably them. did. They probably like went in and, and uh, budged all his answers or something. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, none of it seems to matter. He's you know. Super, t- very talented, great throw of the ball. He's he's accurate. I think yeah, what's most impressive is that yeah, he's got a strong arm, but he's also super accurate. I mean, most of the times he's hitting these guys like right in stride and giving them, you know, a chance to make a play after um after the catch. In that last drive, I mean, you don't it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, there was like what twenty seconds left. Hits the deep corner route to put them into striking distance, get out of bounds, and then with six seconds, throw a you know strike to the back of the end zone. I mean, how many guys? How many guys? I mean. Like I watched Derek Carr for nine years as the Raiders starting Never. quarterback. That's just not it's not common. You don't see that very often, you know? So super impressed. Yeah, and he's twenty seventh in completion percentage, which is pretty bad, but he's third in average like yards per throw. He's 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 so throwing, he's throwing the, the ball field. further. He's, he's throwing not, it down. He's, he's not yep. checking it down. He's exactly. taking shots. I respect that. Up next we're gonna talk about Joshua Dobbs. Why? Uh, he did not play good. But what? Let, let me fin no, let me finish. What do you mean? Let me let me <laughs> I muted them both. He did not play good. Sacked for a safety, threw a pick, had a fumble, only had 150 yards on 30 passing attempts. He played really bad. But it's not. This was an insanely impressive game. Get out of the stat book. He had just got there, zero practice reps, and he carried the Vikings with some athletic ability. To win the game. He had zero practice reps, didn't know people's names no. on the team. He was taking snaps from the center during a commercial break to get the for cadence right. For the first right. time. 
And yeah, on this first, like, what, five drives, he had like three turnovers and it looked really bad. But I mean, he just got off a plane from Arizona yes. four days before. It was an insanely impressive game. And it game. was crazy. Like, I think it's that. It's not, like I said, sometimes a performance is about more than what shows up in the stat sheet. And this one, it was about the resilience. And yeah, the circumstances. I mean, he doesn't even know what the plays mean. Kevin O'Connell is like talking him through what the reads are in the headset until it gets down to the 15 second mark when it cuts off. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You can't make this stuff up. And if, you know, for the Falcons, um, I said they did script it, so did kind of make it up. Well, that's true. For the Falcons, I understand what it's like. Uh, you know, this, this is the kind of game that, you know, usually the Raiders are on the losing end <laughs> Raiders, of. Raiders, I was thinking. <laughs> but that's pretty bad for the Falcons. I mean, you're this game was in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You. I mean, you can't you can't lose this game, especially when the NFC South is as close as it is and, and you're playing, you know, you're playing for the playoffs still. Pretty bad from them, but, yeah, all, all the credit to, to the Minnesota and, and Josh Dobbs and, yeah, just finding a way. Finding yeah. a way to get it done. Yeah, really, really impressive game. Uh, he's a backup, I think I would say still. I don't think he's one of the a, a starter in this league, but I think he's one of the better backups because of his athletic ability. And his intelligence. And his, inte- and yes, his intelligence. He's a, he's yes. And he's yeah. resilient. Super smart. The, the NFL loves talking about it. Yeah, yeah but he is. And I, I, mean, do, and I yeah. do too. I brought it up last week. <laughs> yeah, it's not he, like he's not smart. But how right were we? Can we yeah. give ourselves some credit? How right were we? What did we say? You go out and get Josh Dobbs because you're not giving up on the year. Yeah, he gets trade, gets thrown into this game, and Josh Dobbs wins you a game. Yep, Yep. crazy. Yeah, thank you for listening to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. Outside Source Football, we'll be back after this short break. Hello, and welcome back to Outside Source Football. We're doing our top five power rankings. Uh, So I'm going to start us off at number five. I have the San Francisco 49ers. I know that they've lost three straight, but they're still a top five team in the NFL. I'm not super worried about Purdy. He's definitely their weak spot on the roster, but he's not a bad, bad quarterback like the Jets have or the Browns have. Uh, He's not holding them back like like the other teams are. Uh, That's a great pick, Evan. I also have the 49ers at my number five. Also, yeah, understand they've lost three in a row. Not great, but let's not forget last year this team was three and four, ended up finishing the season uh thirteen and four and making it to the NFC championship. And if, you know, not for an injury, probably would have been closer in that game. So I'm not worried about them. I think they get things turned around this week coming off a bye. They're getting healthier. So Niners at five with the potential to move up. I got the Lions at five. They have a shocking. Really, yeah. Wow. yeah. I got I gotta throw them in there. If I didn't throw them in there, it'd be sacrilege. So we saw what the Ravens could do to other teams other than the Lions, so I'm going to discount it's, that it's, loss. It's not just us. <laughs> it's not just us. We. So that one it wasn't count. us. It's the Ravens. The Ravens. So, so are that really one doesn't good. count. So that one doesn't count. So the Lions are six and two right now. They're going into a very easy part of their schedule, and I think that they have a real chance to uh, win the one seed in the NFC. And I think that they'll they'll at least get the two seed. Easy and, part of the schedule, you say? You it, mean Trap Game Avenue? Do they have any trap games? Who are they playing this week? The Chargers. Chargers. The Chargers oh, could be a trap. Last game. last hard well, game. It's not really a trap. Last game. hard I think game. A game we should win. Last hard game until the uh, Cowboys. But no, I still think I still think that they're the fifth best team in the league. And why am I saying that? Because I'm very biased. And that <laughs> at, is all. <laughs> at number four, I have the Chiefs. I mean, the offense looks really, really bad. Uh, didn't score in the second half against the Dolphins, but the defense has really, really, really stepped up. And I think that if the thing that we're worried most about are the Chiefs is the offense, I think they'll be okay. Did you come in here early and just steal my notes? 
Is I, that is that the game we're playing right now? I think you came in and stole. <laughs> are we just, just going to go down the line and my just notes. pick the same teams? My no- you stole my notes. I think you're just trying to catch up to me. No, so I'm naming picks. these teams first and you're naming them after me. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, well, my <laughs> Chiefs are my four. Um, yeah, defense is good. You still have Andy Reid. You still have Patrick Mahomes. I would assume they're probably going to get better on offense. I, 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 I don't think they'll continue to struggle the way they have on offense. So Chiefs at four. Yeah, I have the Bengals at four. The Bengals have uh, proven in the last couple of weeks that they're a really good team and top five in the league. <laughs> that, was, that was really insightful. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we don't got time, bro. We don't get time. What do you yeah. want from me? Yeah. I like the Bengals because they're really cool. Yeah, they're just they're just so good at football. And at my number three, I um I have this random team that that is really good at football. They're called the Bengals, yeah. just because they're really. Hey, good hey, at- guess what? Before we get, I do too. All right, the Bengals are also my three team. No way. They're, they're playing well right now, they right? Are. I mean, like I feel they're like they're so bad. They're arguably the hottest team in the NFL right now. After starting one and three and looking horrible offensively, Joe Burrow's back. The Bengals are back. They're good again. We we love them. Burrow in his first couple games had two touchdowns and two picks, and in the last couple games he's had eight touchdowns and two picks. That says that says enough for me right there. They're back. They're they're literally so back. Yeah, I mean that's basically what I wanted to say for why they were at four. Yeah. Who's wait? So that was your four. Who's your <laughs> four? Three. My three is the Chiefs for all the reasons you guys said. Oh, the uh, the defense. Hey, the defense is playing at an, I, an elite I, level, and I think that the offense will catch up eventually. Which I know is exactly what Gabe said, but I, I mean don't, it's just the truth. I don't know what else to say. We should have thought this through. This segment is a little redundant. <laughs> it's kind of redundant. Wait, here's our, here's our top pick. five. It's all the same teams in a slightly different order. Maybe. Maybe and and all the reasons are the exact same. We're going to tell you what same. we like about <laughs> And all the reasons are the same because it's at number, just the facts. At number two, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Boo. I mean, they've beaten two top 10 teams by more than 30. And in Joe's opinion, a top five team by more than 30. Uh, the defense is really, really good. They may not have a number one receiver, but they've played better as of late. The receivers have. Uh, they've caught better passes. And Isaiah Flowers kind of coming along. Even OBJ scoring his first touchdown for the Ravens kind of coming along. And I think it's good that Lamar doesn't have to scramble every play, but he can. So if the receivers aren't catching passes, aren't playing well, they still have that option. Yeah, I'm booing you because you don't have them ranked high enough. My number two team is the Philadelphia Eagles, who I understand are eight and one to the Ravens seven and two. But I just I, I like the convincing wins. I like the way that the Ravens are dominating teams as of late. Haven't really seen that from the Eagles. They're just kind of eking out some wins here. Uh, similar to the uh, I don't know why that this got me thinking though to your um, Odell Beckham Jr. Memorial touchdown. I do love seeing Julio Jones get these touchdown get a touchdown. That's true. Was that last week? That, that was two weeks ago. Right up two weeks ago. the middle. But we you just we can talk about. You it. love to see it in in the year of our Lord 2023. OBJ and Julio Jones still catching <laughs> touchdowns. For random uh, bird mascot teams. It's just great. <laughs> On contenders. Like, those wouldn't are, that be those awesome? Are good teams. Well, OBJ already won. He got a Super Bowl, right? With yeah. the, uh, now Julio Rams. needs one. Julio needs one. So, okay. I guess I'm all in on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl then for Julio's sake. But, yeah, at, yeah. At number two, I have the Ravens. And for all the reasons that Evan said, <laughs> the Ravens, they're, they're playing really good. They're blowing some really good teams out with the Lions and the Seahawks. Uh, and just defensively, they're they're playing really well. At number one, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're the best team in football right now. They are worse than they were last year, I think. Uh, but that D line looks really really solid again. Uh, the brotherly shove, getting that one yard you need on more than ninety percent of attempts is just it sounds, insane. It sounds like you're doing an ad read for it right now. <laughs> it's like you're trying to sell it to somebody on TV. I've just made so many errors <laughs> in my speaking today that we've had to edit. But when out. you need that one extra yard. <laughs> And A.J. Brown, 
might be the most complete receiver in football. Like five, is six straight now, 125 yards games, beating out Calvin Johnson's record. Uh, I think I've said this before, but he carried that one seed Titans team a couple of years ago, the last year he was there. You, and, you may have mentioned it once or twice. And now that he's on the Eagles, he's playing just like that, but the team around him is better. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off, Gabriel, because I also have the Eagles at one, and it's for everything that you just said. Uh, and also, they just have the best record, and they, they've been playing uh, pretty good teams because they played the, the Cowboys. Uh, but yeah, they're not playing I, we're gonna scrubs. Get, yeah, they're not playing scrubs, and they're on bye this week, but next week we're going to see, see them play the Chiefs like we talked about earlier, and I'm excited to see that they have a chance to prove themselves. Joe's catchphrase of the week for everything that you just said. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I have the Ravens at one. I don't even remember who they lost to. I think they lost to the Colts. And they lost. They lost to the Steelers. Oh, the Steelers in that horrible in that game. Horrible. So yeah, game. they that lost. Horrific. They lost two games that were just wacky, and they had no business losing, and they should have won those games too. And yeah, Colts kicker Matt Gay had yeah. five over fifty yard field goals. <laughs> just, oh, I mean, they're just weird. Shout out Matt Gay. Actually, he's been crazy for me in fantasy. <laughs> I yeah, dropped Harrison Butker for that guy. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, uh, you know, if it wasn't for those two weird games, they could easily be undefeated right now. They really seem to be hitting their stride, running the football, playing defense. Lamar is, bat, you know, looking like, an M- you know, playing at his MVP level from 2019. So Better passer. Give me, yeah, think, and, and yeah, exactly. He's definitely a better passer now than he was then. So give me the Ravens. We're moving on to our Week 10 NFL game predictions. Uh, first up, Thursday Night Football, Panthers at Bears. Oh, my God. Please don't make me watch this game. Please. <laughs> I actually oh. have the Panthers winning this one. I think that uh, the Bears have just not looked good as of late, and the Panthers are going to kind of luck into this one. I don't really think that either one of these teams are obviously very good, very similarly matched teams, but give me the Panthers. Yeah, my dad would call this one America's Who Cares Game of the Week. <laughs> um, I'll take the Bears at home. The Bears have kind of been closer in some of these games. You know, Last week, they, they played the Saints pretty close. Tyson Bajant cannot throw five interceptions. I think they can win at home. Yep, I I agree. You gotta, I'm, you, I'm sorry, Joe. You got to pick somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the Bears, and I'm only taking the Bears because they're playing at home. I mean, that's that's honestly it. I mean, this is such I mean, a toss-up that's, that's game. That's not a bad reason. This is such a toss-up game a toss-up for me, game. and I don't care. I do like how the Bears are the Matt Eberflus is trying to make the Panthers think that like maybe Justin Fields will play just to like so that they're preparing for well, him. And then he's know? not. He's do, not playing. He's definitely actually, not playing. This this game is actually really important because it kind of decides if the Bears first. Pick of the draft is going to be their own, or if it's going to be the Panthers. Yeah, this is true. I feel like the Bears have more to play for because they're like, <laughs> yeah. it's not. We're not the worst team. Like we're going to have the first pick because it's yours, <laughs> not because it's ours. I, <laughs> we'll have the second pick. That one's ours. <laughs> I think that's what the. I think that's what they're saying. On that is about. That's that, that's pre. That's, that's, like that's the bu- that's the bulletin board material. <laughs> Up next, in some other country, far, far away, we've got Colts at Patriots. I feel bad for these teams in other countries. Finally, Dolphins, Chiefs. Didn't we Good win game. a world war so that we didn't have to watch <laughs> NFL games in Germany? No, 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 no. no. We, we put our sport in Germany because we won the world war. Oh, so it's kind of a, That's pow- what they it's get. a power, it's a That's power what they move get, yeah. for us? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Notice we're not playing German football in America. Yeah, we're not, we're not playing teams over there. That's so true. That's Soccer. so true. I okay, know. I take it back. I take it back. I got the Colts winning this one, though. Patriots look bad, and that's it. Again, who cares? Uh, I guess, I'll, yeah, I'll take the Colts. They, they seem to be playing with a little more juice. Did anybody say, see Jim Irsay dancing in the locker room after the game? There's nothing like seeing Jim Irsay <laughs> on who knows how many illegal substances 
partying in a locker room after a win. And so I, I think, yeah, if they take that energy into Germany, the Colts should win this one. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. I think Bill Belichick will uh, adjust his team to the... Because he's done a good job of that all year. Yeah, all right. I mean... I mean, they beat the Bills. Good point, good point. They, good beat point. The they beat the Bills. I, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm taking the Patriots because you guys took the Colts. Just, once again, just, once again, complete toss-up game. I, I don't just, know. I mean... A lot of thought. I mean, what a great, a what a great two first games. Goes into these two days. games I do not care about in the slightest. Actually, I have Adam Thielen, so that game is very important. Up next, we have Browns at Ravens. Uh, I have the Ravens winning this one. This could be the game of the week. Very, very, very important for AFC North standings and for playoff standings. Kind of overall, uh, Ravens are really, really hot right now. And But these AFC North matchups are always really close. But I have the Ravens winning this one just because of how hot they are. I like the Ravens, too. They're at home. Um, their offense is way better than the. I mean, yeah. What, what what's the weak link in this game? It's the Browns' offense. Browns' offense. Browns' offense. Right. One hundred percent agree. So yeah, I mean, could anything happen in a divisional game? For sure. I don't. I don't think this is going to be a blowout, but I, I do like Baltimore. Yeah, I think this is a close game, but the reason that Baltimore is going to win it is because their defense is really good, and the Browns' offense is just horrible. Can't do anything. The Browns. Uh, have been winning just because of their defense, and they're just not going to be able to score enough points. Yeah, I mean, points. He, and you know, I know they you know, who did they beat last week? Cardinals, like twenty-seven to nothing. Yeah, even the touchdown thrown to Amari Cooper like should have been an interception. The ball gets popped yeah, up in the yeah. air, and he catches it. It just yeah, the, the right. Browns are just they just can't figure it out on offense right now. Yeah, that's actually that's why they paid Deshaun Watson now. Because when P.J. Walker throws it off somebody's helmet, it gets intercepted. But when <laughs> Sean Watson does it, we it catch scores it. touchdown. Yes. yes. I like That's why. That. Good point. Very good. Up next, we got Packers at Steelers. I have the Steelers winning this one. Uh, weak link. There really are three weak links in this. There's a lot of weak the links. St- the Steelers <laughs> There's offense, only one strong link. The Packers offense and the Packers defense. The strong link is the Steelers defense. Best unit on the field. Uh, Mike Tomlin, phenomenal head coach. I think he coaches this one to a good win. I love how Mike, like, whenever Mike Tomlin's name comes up, it's like, ah, phenomenal head coach. What, when's what, the, cool, when's what a great the, guy. When's the last time they won a playoff game? I feel like they've gone 9-8 and eight for the past six yeah, but, years. And when's the last time he had a losing <laughs> he's season? Never, but he's never had a losing season. Yeah. No, and um, nobody ever blames him for Matt Canada's struggles, even though every other head dude, coach. Dude, yeah, you're the head coach. Like, you got Just fire the guy. Get a different coordinator. Yeah, I, I, I still like the Steelers, though. Packers, I mean, yeah, winning against the Rams without Matthew Stafford doesn't impress me much as Shania Twain would say so give me the uh give me the Steelers yeah I'm also gonna take the Steelers the Steelers are playing at home and I expect them to win a game just like they won last week 20 to 20 to 14 something like that up next we got 49ers at Jags Ooh, very interesting one 49ers on a cold streak Jags kind of on a hot streak I have the 49ers win this one though kind of making a comeback statement here being a per se top team I'm not really bought into them as a top like I don't know what team I don't know where I'd rank them but I'm not bought into them as one of the best contender teams in the NFL. Uh, not bought into the Jags? Not bought into the Jags like that. No, me neither. So I, th- I have the 49ers in this one. I have the 49ers too, but this is uh, this is a chance for the Jaguars. If the Jaguars win this game... This is a prove-it game. Exactly. All of a sudden, you know, people are going to give them some respect because, yeah, they haven't beaten... I mean, you know, they beat the Bills in, in England. Other than that, they kind of have some, you know, uglier sort of wins, not super impressive wins against teams that aren't very good. Um but yeah, should, you know, should be interesting. And they Either don't way, look I, good. No, they don't playing, look great. Like Trevor Lawrence isn't putting up crazy numbers or anything like that. No quarterback really is. But I, I, I like the Niners off the bye. I think they're healthier. Kind of got some time to, you know, to regroup and and get things back on track. So yeah, well, San Fran. It's pretty interesting because both teams are coming off a bye. So that kind of throws a wrench into things with how streaky both teams have been recently. But I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars on this one. I think that they're they're going to continue their streak. 
I think San Francisco uh, is gonna is gonna go into Jacksonville thinking that they're gonna win because they, they just have to get over this losing streak. If that makes sense, and I don't think it's gonna happen, and I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna win it. Hey, Joe, you're Joe, a- Joe, did you know that away teams can win games too? <laughs> he picks home teams. No, what, what, what do no, you want from me? What no, do you want from me? What Joe is doing is impl- I picked. He's employing a strategy I did early in the season where you just pick against Evan. So <laughs> I I picked against Evan. That's how I got a lead. You did. You so really, now I don't really want to just me. when you and I make the I mean, same pick. It's either that or I'm going to say yeah, 49ers for all the same reasons you said, and then I'm going to make fun. <laughs> what do you want? No, it's good. This man's an entertainer. He knows what the people want. The show, the show no, is good because Evan, of Joe. Not Evan. Yeah. Sorry, Gabriel brought up the fact that like you just got to take the home team sometimes, and sometimes you do, especially West Coast team coming to the East Unless Coast. It's the Atlanta Falcons playing the Josh Dobbs yeah, no. Vikings. Um, then you never take, never, never take, take that home at team. home. Never take Arthur Smith. <laughs> He's really bad. We should have we should have put him number Why, one head coach fires. Also, I mean, tangent here, but remember when everybody was complaining about Jameer Gibbs not getting the ball? Where is B. John Robinson in this Falcons offense? He's like by far your best player. Two like top five draft picks. Well, maybe not top five with Robinson, but Bijan and Kyle Pitts are not nearly a big enough part of the Falcons' offense. Johnu Smith. Yeah, just don't give it is, to B. John Robinson. Yeah, just, just not going to give it to B. John Robinson it's, in, yeah. the, in the red zone. I don't know. I don't it's get it. It's puzzling. Okay. It's puzzling. Up Doesn't next, make sense. we got Saints at Vikings. Uh, Vikings, good win last week. Joshua Dobbs, but I got the Saints in this one. I think that their defense will be able to stop the Joshua Dobbs-led Vikings, which the Atlanta Falcons weren't able to do. I am reluctantly buying in to this Vikings hype, this Josh Dobbs thing. It's you know, they got a they got a they got a vibe going on right now. And the Saints still haven't really impressed me. Like we brought brought it up a little bit talking about the Bears game. They had every opportunity to beat the Bears by like 20 or 30 points and they never put them away. The whole second half they just kept giving, you know, it's like they kept like trading turnovers or or not turnovers but just kept giving the Bears opportunities to get back in the game. I don't trust the Saints offense. I don't trust Derek Carr on the road. You know those Viking fans are going to be Fired up and and blowing the big Viking horn thing that they have, and they're, they're they're screaming skull and like I don't know, I'm just buying in. So give me the Vikings. They're probably gonna lose by like 25 points, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I could see this game going going one of two ways. Either it's gonna be a close game with Minnesota winning, or I could just see Minnesota getting blown out by the by the Saints. That's a honestly. good. That's a good point. I could see that if it's close. I like the Vikings for sure because they can finish. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Uh, and that's why I'm going to take the Vikings as well. Up next, we got Texans at Bengals. Bengals, this one's pretty easy for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just don't think the Texans are quite there yet. You know, a shootout against Tampa Bay is is fun, but since he's on another level in Cincinnati, right? In Cincinnati. Yeah. Give me, give me Joe. Give me Joe and the boys. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals as well. They're just on such a great streak right now, and I don't think the Texans are equipped to beat uh, a great team. They're just not there yet. Titans at Bucks. Uh, I have the Bucks winning this one. Uh, the Bucks put up a lot of points last week, and their defense lost in that game. But I don't think Will Levis will be able to string together an offense like C.J. Stroud was able to against the Bucks defense. How embarrassing would that be for the Bucks if Levis comes out and throws for like four seventy-five and six touchdowns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. At the same time, though, the God, the Bucks have lost four in a row now. Remember when they were three and one? That was a yeah. lot. That Most was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's I. There's not. I don't like either of these teams, but I, I guess I'll go with the Buccaneers because Will Levis. You know, like we said, he's still a rookie. He's going to make a few rookie mistakes probably. Um, so you know, do I trust Baker to not make mistakes? No, not really. But <laughs> whatever, Buccaneers. Yeah, I don't think that 
Will Levis is nearly as good as C.J. Stroud, but I still think the Titans are going to beat the Bucks this week. I think the Bucks uh, starting off three and one is not you, you're, really. It's not really true to who they are as a team. I don't think that they're that good. Are you going all in on the Bucks collapse and the, the collapse I, is on? Yeah, and I I hate to see it because I really want Baker to succeed because I, I mean he's he played pretty well last week. I mean yeah he's, he he's had a game up. winning he put he he orchestrated a game winning drive scores with what like a minute thirty left and you you just need your defense to get a stop they don't have a kicker yeah they don't have a kicker they they have a running back kicking field goals for him and he let him drive down the field and score a touchdown and and beat you and I think that the the Bucks are just going to collapse this year I don't I don't think it's going to be good for him for the rest I, of the I year don't, I don't think that's a bad prediction yeah that's and I a, think that will I think Will Levis and the Titans played pretty well in Seattle. Or not Seattle, sorry, in uh, Pittsburgh versus the Steelers, and I think that the Bucks don't have nearly as good of a defense as the Steelers do, and I think that they're going to win this one. Lions at Chargers, uh, give me the Lions pretty easily in this one. Uh, they don't have a guy who can cover Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, it could be a shootout. Uh, I still like the Lions, though. Definitely a more complete team. Yeah, you know me. I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> Falcons at Cardinals, despite everything we said about the Falcons before, better than the Cardinals. Yep, I'll take the Falcons too. Uh, one thing to watch though, this is the Kyler Murray return game, so let's see what he. Uh, let's see if he can save his job here with the one and eight, one and eight, one and eight, one and eight Cardinals. Yeah, you said that Kyler Murray's back this week. He was back. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals this one. I don't know. I could see the Falcons had a really disappointing game last week, and uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals on this one. Giants at Cowboys. Cowboys, better team. Cowboys. The Gi- the Giants are the probably the worst team in the league right now. Cowboys, and I'm really worried about the Giants' future. Commanders at Seahawks. Uh, give me the Seahawks. Bounce back week for them. Commanders aren't that good. Eh, I, I give the Commanders a little more credit than that. I think Sam Howell is slowly playing himself into keeping that job long term, but I am with you. I'm also going to take Seattle. Yep, I'm also taking Seattle. Jets at Raiders. Give me the Jets. Are you? Go ahead, Joe. Give me the Raiders. Thank you. Did you watch the Jets last night? They looked horrible. They're they're right back to like Zach Wilson last year. That's how bad the offense is oh, against yeah, the Chargers. What do you think Max Crosby is going to do to Zach Wilson? It's going to be horrible. Nom, 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 nom. And I mean, pro- I can definitely see this game being like six to seven. <laughs> That's <laughs> the problem. Not, maybe oh, nine, gosh. maybe nine to six, because I don't know what the Raiders' offense is going to do against the Jets' defense. You know, maybe maybe they'll do well. They, I mean, Aiden, o- Aiden O'Connell already looks better. Than Zach Wilson, Raiders. AP don't lose. On Monday Night Football, Broncos at Bills. Uh, Bills in this one, pretty easy. Also, somebody please stop giving the Broncos primetime games. Yeah, why did they do that? Are we still like they were supposed the, to be good this year? The Russ and no, the Sean, the Sean Payton. They were supposed thing. to be. Yeah, the Bills are. Uh, if they lose this, oh, I was gonna say that. that's really bad. Like all of a sudden, Sean McDermott is on the hot seat. So I'll, I'll take the Bills too, but. It's it's getting ugly in Buffalo. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills, and like like you were saying, if the Bills lose to the Broncos, I don't think they make the playoffs this year. For my fantasy starts, I got D Hop versus Tampa Bay and Chuba Hubbard versus Chicago. And for my sits, I have Kareem Hunt versus the Ravens and Terry McLaurin versus Seattle. You can go ahead and disregard everything Evan said because his predictions are never right. Mine, on the other hand, are solid gold. Give me Jared Goff and Dalton Kincaid for my starts. And give me Trevor Lawrence and Garrett Wilson for my sits. Yeah, shout out that uh, Taysom Hill pick last week. That really helped me. That, that he's, won he's, me fantasy because he got 20 points. He's the biggest cheat code in fantasy football. Yeah, right seriously. Uh, for my starts, I have DeAndre Hopkins and CJ Stroud. And for my sits, I have Austin Eckler uh, and the Browns defense. 
Thank you for listening to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale, outside source football. Please go follow us at OSFB underscore pod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Are, uh, are we on Truth Social yet? Uh, we, are, we are not on Truth Social, actually. I think, I think we need, it's time to make an OSFB Truth account. Start dropping some truth. We always drop truth. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're already dropping truth. We're already so dropping. You're right. It only makes sense. We'll make, we'll make a Truth Social account here pretty soon. Perfect.